Hello friends and welcome to my podcast, A Gem to Remember. I am your host, Julia Christine, and I'm thrilled to be here and have you with me on this journey. A Gem to Remember was inspired by listening to many up-close true stories told by my family and friends. Each week, you'll hear one-of-a-kind interviews recalling good and difficult memories. Join us as we mine for gems from the past that reflect gleams of God's goodness onto life now. Come find hope and encouragement from brothers and sisters who testify to God's plan and help remind us that everything happens for a reason. I invite you to sit back, open your heart, and rest in knowing that there is something here for you that God wants you to find and remember. Hello, hello. As some of you may know, I actually just got back from a short family vacation. We took a little trip to Minnesota. I'd never actually been there before, so it was super fun. We got to do a little bit of hiking around some beautiful waterfalls, got to wade our feet. My brother, Michael, did a little bit more than waiting. He completely jumped in. He just couldn't help himself. Um, We had some awesome picnics here and there and just got to venture through some small towns, some of which were having like little fairs too. So we got to stop at some vendors, um, do some swimming in the hotel, and just really try to soak up our time together before going back to crazy schedules. And before the end of summer, uh, I actually move into my apartment next weekend back in Cedar Falls. And so... The time is really starting to come to an end here, which is sad, but it's been so wonderful and to end it on a little trip together was amazing. So you guys, I actually just decided to do a little bonus episode this week answering some of the questions that you guys asked. So while there won't be a guest today, I hope you'll still stick around and listen to me answer some of these questions that you guys asked me. So we'll just dive right in. The first question that I got was, what do you do to help during dry periods of faith? Oh, that is such a great question. Uh, Being in a dry season where that flame inside of you just doesn't quite feel as big or alive as it normally is can be super difficult. Uh, And I would say this summer I've actually felt quite a bit of a dry spirit myself. Uh, Prayer life has just been off and I felt pretty lazy overall in wanting to participate in my faith and do different things to grow closer to God. And something that's helped me a lot during this season is trusting that God is the creator and the sustainer of life. And that word sustain, it actually came to me in prayer pretty early on this summer while I was just feeling dry and put down, um, just not doing as much as I had last summer. I was really comparing the seasons and that word sustain came to me and it's really carried me through this summer. When I looked up the definition, I was actually brought to tears by all the ways that it was defined and can be described. And so here's a few of them. Just strengthen and support physically or mentally, comfort, encourage, keep alive, uphold, affirm, validate, steady, unbroken, never ending. And the list just went on and on of all these ways to define sustain. And all these ways truly just describe how I feel that God has been with the, with me this summer. He's been caring for me by carrying me. And I mean that literally. It feels like he's been carrying me. He does that for all of us. And it's I don't think it's just when we're in those dry periods of faith, but it, it's always happening. I mean, he's always carrying us and making up for us in the ways that we fall short. And it's abundantly. I mean, he doesn't just do enough. He does more than enough. Uh, he's always providing an abundance. But in these dry moments, we can really see how much 
much of a sustainer he truly is. So when we're weak, he is the one who gives us strength to get through that next moment, just that small next moment. When we feel let down by the shortcomings of people who love us and we know are supposed to care for us, he's the one who comforts us and encourages us to not give up on them and grow angry and impatient with them. I would say that when we feel uncertain or unsure of ourselves, that he is the one who gives the greatest affirmation and the validation of our identity, not anybody else. That is convicting to me because I am somebody who loves affirmation, but his is the greatest. So um, when everything around us just seems to be changing or leaving or transforming, breaking or fleeting, he is forever. He is unbroken, unchanged, and eternal. And that really has just been the biggest encouragement to me in my season of dryness. God is the sustainer of life. So then the next question I got was, why do you choose to live out your faith in the Catholic Church? If you would have asked me this question a few years ago, I probably would have just told you it's because I was raised that way. It's what I was raised to do and practice. I grew up in the Catholic Church, and so I haven't really known anything different from that. But now I would confidently tell you that the Catholic Church is my home. It's where I've encountered God in the deepest, most profound way, and have found just authentic love and friendship. So while the answer to this question is actually quite a big part of my testimony, I'll just keep it shorter for the sake of this episode, but I have truly fallen in love with so much about my Catholic faith over the past two years. I said in the introduction episode, it really happened when I got to college. Um, Being Catholic, it just gives me an opportunity to participate in my faith in so many beautiful ways through the sacraments. And I would say especially the Eucharist, the Blessed Sacrament, it's changed my life. Receiving Jesus' love himself into my very body during Mass daily mass during mass on Sunday. It's changed my heart. It's transformed me and it's brought me so much closer to the Lord in ways that need many more words than I have time for right now. I absolutely love the tradition that Catholics have that we've preserved for over 2,000 years, which were founded on Jesus Christ himself. I I'm just in awe of that, that we are still practicing and participating in our faith in the same way that Jesus and his disciples were um, from the the very beginning of Christianity. I think that's awesome. Um, Getting to know the saints and Mother Mary. Oh my goodness. (laughs) That's shown me so many characteristics of Jesus that I wouldn't have known or wouldn't know if if I wasn't Catholic and practicing these specific things. But it's brought me to Jesus in so many different ways. And I've gotten to learn about him through his own mother and through his best friend from when he was walking on earth. And so that's been such a gift. I could really go on and on. Um, And I really hope to make a full episode about my faith and testimony in the near future to just describe more um, about why I do choose to live out my faith in the Catholic Church. So if you have any questions about Catholicism or my faith, don't ever hesitate to reach out. If I don't know the answer, I will find people that do. I can ask a priest. I can ask some friends. Um, I actually really look forward to being back on campus with our Catholic missionaries who will do, hopefully, a Q&A sometime and answer some questions that you guys have too just because they have so much wisdom about our faith as well. So there's the answer to that. Um, the next question we have is how do you become a morning person slash devos in the morning? Whew, that is a great question. I have a few little bits of advice for this, but ultimately I know that everyone is pretty different um, and it's hard to be a morning person if you don't feel like you are one already. But first I would just challenge you to try to get to bed at a decent time so you don't feel 
heavy and groggy in the morning, I always feel a lot more motivated to get out of bed if I've been well rested, which kind of leads to the next thing. Just try to get up earlier and give yourself time to start the day with God. Um, If you feel rushed or you wake up late to an alarm or something, your mind, at least mine does, it kind of starts to get ahead of me and you start to think of all the things that you have to do that day and just become super quickly distracted. So just give yourself that time to talk to him and, and not feel rushed in the morning. Um, next I would say try setting your Bible or journal out and open, um, it before on your desk or table or devotional area the night before so that when you wake up and kind of look over and see it opened, you don't feel overwhelmed by having to get all your stuff out. You might just be more encouraged if you see it there waiting for you and you might feel more ready to dive in. And then maybe you try to find an accountability partner that also does their devotions in the morning or somebody who wants to try to start doing them in the morning and help hold each other accountable. That has been a game changer for me as accountability partners in different areas of life. And then lastly, really quick, this is kind of a silly one, but find something fun to drink like tea or coffee, hot or cold, whatever you know suits you best. Um, just sipping on something tasty or caffeinated can give you a little bit of a boost. So that's what I would say for that. The next question I had was, did you look into going to other colleges rather than you and I. I like that. Um, Actually, no, I did not really. I visited the University of Iowa before you and I and was pretty just kind of overwhelmed by the size of it and with it being right in Iowa City. Um, I love Iowa City to visit, but to live there, it just kind of scared me. But I felt instantly welcomed on you and I's campus and I could tell right away after my first visit, that I would be cared for there by the staff, the students, the professors, and then I'd be able to be myself. That's what I was really concerned about is, can I be myself here or will I be trying to fit into a specific culture? And I felt like you and I is just very family oriented and accepting of whatever kind of person you want to be. And so that was very welcoming to me. And it's proved to be a perfect college. Um, It's granted me lots of lifelong friendships already, just different opportunities with jobs and occupation and connections professionally and I've made so many memories on and off campus just around Cedar Falls I would not change a thing about where I've chosen to go so I'm already looking forward to the next two years I have there um, and who knows what the future holds for me and being in Cedar Falls so we will see the next question was best piece of relationship advice for young Christians that's a great question I would say bring everything that has to do with your relationship to the Lord in prayer. Um, Praying for each other separately is so beautiful and so necessary because you will see things about them that you want to pray for um, and maybe you're not you know, willing to come out and say, hey, I see this, you know, flaw in you or this thing that you're struggling with. um, And it's something you need to kind of step away for and pray for them at the time being. But I really do encourage um, couples to pray together as well as much as you possibly can, because I truly believe the more that you pray, the more clarity that you will have in your relationship. And it's so important to not base um, your relationship off of just feelings or or your own thoughts about each other, but allowing it to be um, a triangle with God, making him a part of it. I love, I don't remember who helped me with this analogy, but making your relationship uh, a triangle where you're both running at God, but you're doing it together. You're not just like 
running at each other and it's not just the two of you, um, but you really have to make him a part of that. And I think praying over that and praying together is a big way to do that. So like pray over how to best love one another, how to help bring each other closer to God and how to be invitational as a couple to the people in both of your lives. Anything really just bring your struggles and joys to God and along the way, help encourage each other in patience through the different seasons that come and go in your lives. Um, And just really, we know that love is about um, caring for the other person and choosing their good, even when it's difficult. And so, yeah, just pray, 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 because that is really our entryway into a relationship with God. All right. And then the last question for today is a fun one. What is your favorite worship song right now and why? Oh, I love music. I love music so much. Christian songs just mean so much to me. And my absolute favorite song right now is Less Like Me by Zach Williams. He has such an earthy voice and it just feels so honest and real when I'm listening to him. And when I sing along to this song, I feel like the words are coming straight from my heart. He wrote the lyrics, but it feels like something that I would say to God, like I'm praying to him and Honestly, lately, guys, I feel like I've been pretty self-absorbed, just missing opportunities to love people around me just because I've been so caught up in myself. And so these lyrics are just a prayer that my heart makes while singing. Somebody with a hurt that I could have helped. Somebody with a hand that I could have held. When I just can't see past myself, Lord, help me be a little more like mercy, a little more like grace a little more like kindness, goodness, love, and faith, a little more like patience, a little more like peace, a little more like Jesus, a little less like me. To be a little bit more like Jesus every single day and a little bit less like me, to just empty myself out and let Jesus just consume all that I am and just take place here in my body to just be a home that he can come live in. Um, so yeah, I'll put this song in the episode description so you guys can give it a listen. It's just truly so beautiful. So that's my fave song at the moment. That's all I've really got for today. I will be back next week with another featured guest on the podcast. And by that time, I'll be all moved into my new apartment back in Cedar Falls. So be praying for a smooth move for me. And I will be praying for all of you guys. Thanks a lot for listening. I love you. From the bottom of my heart, I want you to know that it truly means a lot to have you along with me on this journey of a gem to remember. This would not be possible without the love and support of my family and friends or you, the listeners. Follow my Instagram page at a gem to remember for more information and updates on the podcast and its featured guests. Come back next week and tune in again for another gem. Until then, God bless. God bless.